back to On the Block with Strick and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are wrapping up things here on the block, and since uh, Nate and I are part of the Ticket Water Cooler, we figured we could throw in a Ticket Water Cooler segment here uh, just because we didn't have time today. Uh, we are previewing teams, uh, all of the Big Ten, leading up to Big Ten Media Days, which is just a few weeks away. Uh, very excited for the Big uh, Ten Media Days. As the ticket always has a good showing out there. We're going to send uh, a special good group out there. Yeah, we uh, had a good today. squad going. Yeah, so I'm excited to see this year, I should say. So that, I'm excited to see what happens there. But we continue our Big Ten preview, this time with Maryland, the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, of course, another team that's not going to be on Nebraska's schedule. Um, but they did finish 7-6 and six last year. Uh, for a lot of people, if Scott Frost isn't the bottom coach in the league, uh, <laughs> Mike Loxley is right there with him. So yeah, he is. So you have to consider that. Unlike uh, Scott Frost last year, Mike Loxley made a bowl game. Also, unlike Scott Frost last year, when they lost, they lost terribly. They were not they very lost close big. in these games at all. Uh, so Maryland did go 7-6, and six, rounded out the seasons with uh, pre- rather impressive victories uh, against Rutgers and Virginia Tech in the yeah, bowl game. Go say very depleted. <laughs> I don't Virginia know if we're Tech. calling that a, yeah, an impressive win. Impressive, but for Maryland, yeah. it is. There you go. Um, but they did have six losses. It all came during this seven-game stretch, okay? They lost. They went 1-6. and six, in a seven-game stretch, their losses were to Iowa, Ohio State, Minnesota, Penn State, Michigan State, and Michigan. The average margin loss there for Maryland fans in those six games, 30.16 oh points Lord. per game, uh, including a 37-point loss to Iowa, a 49-point loss to Ohio State, and a 41-point loss to Michigan. Oh my God. Um, so when they were outmatched, they were outmatched. At least Nebraska wasn't that bad. <laughs> that would be a tough season. Uh, yeah, would you trade your three and nine season for last year's seven and six season at Maryland? No, interesting question. I would keep three and nine. Screw it. It was a lot. Of, it was pretty exciting. It was. Uh, at least you think you're close. Maryland's yeah. not even close to close. No, but they're closer. <laughs> they're at least at a bowl game, uh, which is which is a step up for Mike Loxley. Yeah, well. uh, of course, uh, baby two is there. Tala Tagalavoa. Uh, he set all types of passing records at Maryland last season, finishing with three thousand eight hundred sixty yards, twenty six touchdowns. And 11 interceptions as Maryland finished 13th nationally with over 304 yards per game through the air. Um, set to probably do that again. They have four of their five offensive linemen returning, including all Big Ten tackle Jalen Duncan. Uh, also one of the best receiving units in the Big Ten, led mm. by slot receiver Rakeem Jarrett, who was the team's leading uh, receiver last year. 6'4", outside receiver Dante Dimas might be a very high draft pick just because of his height there nice. um, and uh, is expected to be part of that duo. They also added Florida's leading receiver from last year, Jacob Copeland, out of the transfer portal, who went on to win spring game MVP. And former Husker Marcus Fleming is also still out there at Maryland uh, after registering 197 yards and a touchdown last season. So he's going to have to fight for playing time there. Uh, as far as the rushing game goes, it didn't help out too much. 136 yards per game, but they do have leading re- uh, returning rusher Colby McDonald coming back. They averaged, He averaged 5.4 yards per carry. Overall, Maryland averaged four. Um, the problem has been the defense. 
defense. The defense is still a work in progress uh, and the running game, as I, as I pointed out there. But the defense is a work in progress. It's on its fourth defensive coordinator in five years as Brian Williams takes over for former Husker defensive back coach Brian Stewart, who gave it a shot there last year. They only returned four returning starters to that defense that gave off over 30 points per game and over 400 yards per game as well. Uh, they also went to Eastern Michigan to get to the transfer portal to address kicker. So they now added Chad Ryland, who made 19 of 22 last season nice. at Eastern Michigan, including his final eight. Um, so there's your little preview of Maryland. So when uh, Mike Luxley gets up to the podium at uh, Big Ten Media Days, go, hey. I remember one thing that Bach told you about Maryland. Yeah, I, don't know I which remember, one it is, but, I remember uh, that you guys weren't very good, but still <laughs> made a bull game. That team got it's blown just... out. No, absolutely. And that's it's a very fair question, Bach, and we probably should honestly dive into this because I think this is the exact scenario that is a head-scratcher for Nebraska and Nebraska fans is, yes, you make a bowl game. Yes, you win a bowl game. But you get absolutely smacked by the upper half of the Big Ten. And Nebraska, yeah, you went 3-9, and nine, but for the love of God, you're losing to Iowa by 40? Like, holy moly! Like, I, I do and under Nebraska no has circumstance. And then the thing is, too, you're kind of – your hands are tied in that circumstance, too, right? I mean, if you're Maryland football or, say, in this circumstance, you're Nebraska, you would assume you can't get rid of Scott Frost, right? You've been crying for years to just make a bowl game. Well, you made your bowl game. You beat the hell out of a college football team that didn't have a head coach and half of their team quit before the bowl game. Is that a successful season? I mean, like, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I would legitimately rather have three and nine. And I know that's a tough pill to swallow, but I yeah. would. I would. Yeah, I think Nebraska feels closer than Maryland does. Absolutely. The average margin, 30 points. Like, if you would have said 14 or even 20, I'd be like, okay, maybe some late touchdowns, some some don't go your way. 30? You are legitimately, get, at that point, you're getting blown out. Like, I, that's why I don't like on paper the 14, even sometimes the 21-point losses. Like, there are a few things that can go wrong in the fourth quarter to make it look worse than it really yeah. was. 30, you're getting blown out. There's no way around yeah, it. Like, you are you are there. getting absolutely smacked. And I do I want that? No. My favorite game, Maryland game, last year was when Iowa intercepted them four times. Baby Tua just could not get out of his own way. <laughs> I told you he's not very good. That was awesome. But uh, they did bounce back a little bit. I, I don't think he's not very good. Uh, his 26 touchdowns would have led the Big 12 last year. Oh, really? <laughs> As I you guess, know, yeah, because Casey, Casey had Casey 24. 24 led the Big 24, 12 last year. Which is so awesome. That's what I'm telling you. Casey Thompson, pretty good. So yeah. uh, No, it'll be interesting because I know the the preseason book that you usually like to go to, Bach, actually had Baby Tua as third-team All-Big Ten for a quarterback. Yeah, I could definitely see it. Which, uh, give me Casey Thompson. He's got the weapons uh, at wide receiver, certainly. So that's uh, – yeah. and, and a good off four to five starting offensive line. He does line have a good turning. offensive line. I think yeah. they can get a passing game going, but I think that's about Air Maryland Scott Ford, so maybe a lot of shootouts again. There's a lot of teams, Penn State, Purdue, throw Maryland in there that just struggle with the running game and pretty much just give up on it and start passing the ball, which is crazy for the Big Ten. That's you know this is the league of three yards in a cloud of dust. <laughs> um, but Minnesota will uh, take like it. That. Yeah, <laughs> other teams run so much that. Uh, I guess some other teams think that you can pass their way. And I, I do. We, we'll still wait to see what Nebraska's 
uh, offense looks like this mm-hmm. year. Of course, again, be the fun. news today, Marquis steps out the door uh, to the transfer portal, but I wouldn't be surprised if Nebraska gets pretty pass-heavy in a few games as well. Uh, that'll wrap it up for On the Block. We'll be back tomorrow. Ticket Weeknights coming up next. We'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm.